Hello and welcome back to the Ever So Slightly podcast. My name's Alan. I'm Amy, and if you love spy plots, confused cops, and alien abductions condensed into the lifetime movie of your dreams, then this one's for you. That's right, tonight's episode is going to be a hot one, so take your shirts off, leave your jackets on, but please try to keep your confirmation bias in your pants as we delve into the Todd Morden UFO case. Alright, so before we begin, I think that we should probably explain what an encounter with a UFO is, because there's different classifications when it comes to aliens and that sort of thing. Um, Are you talking about um, real ones and fake ones? Uh, no. The the scale, remember? Oh, yeah, of course. The classification system for um, close encounters with aliens. That's the one. Excellent. It was invented by G. Allen. Hi, Hi Nick. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Who was he? He was a scientist. He was a big boy scientist. Astronomer, mm-hmm. professor, yeah, ufologist. Yeah, he wasn't a small potato. The guy worked for years and years. He had a PhD. Um, he worked on Project Blue Book. He did. Um, which, if anyone doesn't know it, that was the the the, the American sort of government or the, the Air Force looking into like um, UFO sightings, um, which mm-hmm. is quite interesting. So the guy was a really really accomplished scientist, and. Um, as his life went on, he kind of yeah, he was he's kind of well known for being a ufologist, um, but he was a smart smart guy. He came up with a classification system um, for U- close encounters. Um, first one is classified as close encounters of the first kind. Um, now this is visual sightings of an unidentified flying object, seemingly less than five hundred feet away, that shows um, an appreciable angular extension and in considerable detail. Right, so it's seeing one. I wonder what why. Mm-hmm. It had to be less than 500 feet away. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Like, how did that come about? I don't know. I've never really seen that detail before. I've always had in my head that the closing characters of the first kind was just seeing one. Something you saw in the sky, you didn't know what it was. Yeah. Second one, closing characters of the second sign, was some kind of physical effect, right? Mm-hmm. On the body. It gives some examples here. Um, paralysis or heat, electronic interference, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. And close encounters of the third kind is the presence of an animated creature such as a humanoid, a robot, or apparent UFO pilot. Oh, I love the robot one. I'd love to see a bloody robot. A robot alien? Yeah. 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 So, hang on. So, so the, the case that we're looking into today... I would say probably contains potentially all three. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a two for one in this case. Yeah, or a three for one. Ooh, oh. <laughs> giving it away. Ah, oh, no, it's a two for one. The Todd Morden UFO case, right? Now it's interesting. I didn't know end about this, but Todd Morden, well, Yorkshire in itself is a bit of a UFO hotspot in Britain. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, I knew about their puddings. Don't get me wrong. Oh, you love a Yorkshire pudding, pudding don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> put them in the oven. Go on. Um, a cup of gravy and just eat them like that. Just dip them in the gravy. Yeah, you love that, don't you? I do. Spend <laughs> <laughs> a, a naughty treat that I have every now and again. <laughs> um, well, funnily enough, there's been more than a thousand sightings. Not of you eating Yorkshire puddings, but <laughs> fucking up, <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> um, slightly less than that. But None of that. <laughs> there's, there's been thousand, oh, more than a thousand sightings of unidentified flying objects have been reported to UK authorities in Yorkshire. So actually reported then, not just people saying to their friends, oh, I've seen this on the way home from the pub. It says reported, and this is directly from Blaze TV oh, well, <laughs> website, so I mean, I trust them. Um, and so, yeah, obviously, a lot of these could be explained away, right? You know, the usual stuff like um, it's usually a plane, isn't it? Yeah. Our microlights can look quite odd. That's true. Planets at certain times of the day, just above the horizon. Mm-hmm. That's always a that's always a kicker. Um, yeah. Some of them, though, unexplained or you know, a bit bit strange. And then there's then there's this one. 
um, which is we're going to talk about a little bit later, which happened in 1980 in Todd Morden. Um, but let's wind it back to the start of this story. Let's go back to the origins. The origins, because this involves two people. One of them we're going to sp- speak about in a little bit. The first directly one, connected, man. Yeah, directly connected, like a direct connection. Um, okay, so Zygmunt Adamski. Fantastic name. This is one of the best names I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Hats off. Shirts off. <laughs> <Right>. Adams- <laughs> hats on. Hats on. <laughs> Shirts off. So this is about the strange disappearance of a man. The year's 1980. Zygmunt Adamski. Um, he actually he set, out, set out on the 6th of June to get some potatoes. Mm. That's a bit bizarre, isn't it? That's an one go to that time and get potatoes if I really wanted them. 3.30 in the afternoon he went out. If anything, you should have went out earlier to get them. Yeah, yeah. But, but don't, this this case only gets more and more mysterious as it goes along. The next day... That's just the start. Yeah, this is just the beginning, okay? So if you're fucking shitting yourself now, you think you're going to feel in a couple of minutes' time. Um, <clears throat> so he goes out to buy potatoes. Um, the next day, it was actually due to attend a family wedding. And he disappeared, Right? His family Ooh, had no idea, had no contact from him. Um, and his body was actually found five days later. So he turned up dead. Um, and, okay. and Todd Morden, um, it was roughly 20 miles away from, from where he lived. 20 it miles. Was in Tomlin's coal yard, I believe. That's the one in a coal yard, on a big pile of coal. That's where he was found. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked at a colliery though, didn't he? But not that one. He did, yeah. I don't believe it was that one. No. But he was a... He was a good old-fashioned Coleman. Um, so yeah, this guy goes missing. He shows up dead five days later. Um, and you think, okay, cool. People go missing and show up dead. It happens, yeah. you know? Um, Something's went wrong. Yeah, you know. But this... this There's a few more kinks in this tale, would you say? Mm-hmm. It's not your average disappearance. Oh, it gets a bit bizarre, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So, um, Sigmund... He was 56 years old. He showed up, but there was some odd, peculiar... Um, burns, I think it was. Yeah, so he's found... Around his neck area. Yeah, burns around his head, neck and shoulders. Um, Would you care to describe what he was wearing when they found him? Yeah, go on, I will. Um, so he was lying <laughs> on his back. I don't know that for a fact, but that's how I imagine it. He was... On the coal pile. On the coal pile, right? He was actually found... His shirt had been his. He wasn't wearing a shirt, right? Shirtless. He was he's shirtless, but he was wearing a he was wearing a jacket. He was. Um, it says that his watch and his wallet was missing. So you know, was he was he robbed? You robbed. Know? Possibly, um, like you said, there was strange burns on his head and his neck and his his shoulders, um, which was to this day they don't really know what it was. James Turnbull, who was the coroner in the case, said it was the, the biggest mystery of his career. Mm-hmm. Now, on he you go. wasn't injured as such, so they, they didn't think he was in a struggle or a fight or anything like that. And it was found that he had died of a heart attack. That's what they concluded, yeah. Um, it took Correct more, me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it was a heart attack, you're right. The cause of death wasn't given until much later that year, though. Um, so it took mm. them a while, they obviously wanted to... Properly. They took time over it. They took time over it because it wasn't an obvious cause of death. Yeah. And if they thought there was foul play or a murder, they, they didn't want to rule that out. Yeah, they absolutely. to make sure that, you know, if he, he got justice if, he, if needs be. They had a little checker in the hospitals as well and he hadn't uh, been admitted to any of them. For treatment? Yeah. So five days, a guy goes missing, right? You know, he shows up with strange burns. He's not been at any hospitals to get them treated. But there is a strange ointment. Did you That's see this? Right. Mm-hmm. That the coroner couldn't um, decipher what it was and neither could forensic scientists, apparently. So that's a bit odd. Yeah. Um, and also, five days missing, they reckoned he had about a, two days of growth, like beard growth. Uh, yeah. So gone for five. Shaved for three. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the old saying goes, isn't it? So wherever he was, he was shaved. Or shaven. <laughs> yes. You're bloody right. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not a man, right? I, I don't... <laughs> I don't 
don't grow facial hair. Well, not much. And um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what that's what. What is that like? Does the beards grow really quickly? Is that odd? That should he have had more of a beard? Like, how does that work? Well, if I think if he had gone missing, so we like they don't know where he is. So presumably he's outside, mm-hmm. right? Because there was no there was no record yeah. of him in a hospital or checking into like a hotel. So where is he shaving? Yeah, where's where is he getting the equipment to shave? From? Yeah. So that's what I was asking as well in terms of like how quickly does facial hair in a man grow? Is it is it rapid? I I don't know what kind of measure of. I don't, <laughs> what do you want like millimeters <laughs> per day? No, but would five days without shaving be really noticeable? Is what I'm asking. Well, I mean, I'm not a beard expert, but... No, but you grow f- hair on your face. Yeah, I grow, grow in the garden. <laughs> no, <laughs> so this is obviously... These are crime scene experts, right? Mm-hmm. Some cunts looked at them, or so, there's been some kind of measure where they've thought, well, that's that's not five days' worth of facial there hair should growth. There should be more. There should be more, and that we're not. They're not. We're not. They weren't having a go at him. They were just saying. Or was there evidence that he had shaven? You know, the, like the fact that it wasn't hairs. long enough. Maybe his hair yeah. just wasn't like long they enough. Could look at the, they could look at those beard hairs. And be like, yeah, they've been cut recently. Well, two days isn't recently, is it? Do you need to do it every day? Shave. It depends how much facial hair you want. I feel like anyway, we're, I feel, I, yeah, I feel like yeah. we've, we've gotten caught up in his beard, <laughs> which um, was there's plenty to go that's over here. That's not even there. We're getting caught up in something that's not even there. He had two days worth of growth. We're currently in about a week's worth of growth, trying to wade through this conversation. <laughs> but he was gone for five days, though. Yeah, but there wasn't five days worth of beard. Growth. I know. I understand that part. I was just saying, like, what did t- anyway? I just move. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> maybe maybe someone could put it down in the comment section or email me to 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 explain it to me. Who is a beard? I want as many people as possible <laughs> to get in contact with Amy to talk about beards. <laughs> Please. So, five days missing, weird burns, weird ointment. I read somewhere that it was green ointment. Green. Yeah. Oh. So. Okay. You know, um, and to this day, his death remains an absolute mystery. To this day, still. To this very day, until we solve the case within the next half an hour, <laughs> or try to. It's, it's so you might be, you might be bloody asking yourself, Amy, right? Or anyone might be asking themselves, "What's this got to do with aliens?" And at, to that person, I say, "You're a fucking idiot." How could you not see that this would have a connection to aliens, right? He was clearly abducted. He was clearly abducted by aliens. So this was the theory that started doing the rounds. One of the bizarre theories is that um, he was abducted. This is the interesting thing. So where did the alien thing come from? It was from someone else, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a guy called George (laughs) Adamski. Had the same surname. Um, Not related. Not related. We'll probably look into him in a future episode because he's got a bloody interesting story. He took a lot of photographs in the 40s and 50s of of, uh, supposed UFOs um, and they took him away on... Yeah, yeah, no, he was an interesting guy, but he was a UFOlogist. He studies this stuff. He he was the one who put forward the theory that um, uh, uh, Zygmunt Adamski... He had been abducted. Yeah, that he'd been abducted specifically by accident. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He reckons that he's may have been abducted by aliens, right? But they got the wrong guy, um, and they've plopped him, they've they've they've, they've killed him, and um, did, chucked his body out. I was about to say, did they need to kill him? Well, I don't know. It depends on the. It depends what kind of aliens they were. Why treat his burns though? Um, guilt. Guilt. Yeah. You kill him and then put ointment on him. No, no, That's no. You put the ointment on first. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you kill him. <laughs> and then you throw him on a Or coal. he could just have got a big fright and died. If I got abducted by aliens, I'd be scared. Okay, what about the burns then? Oh, was that the beam? That was the beam yeah, sucking him yeah, up to the ship. The oh, I feel so yeah. bloody stupid now. Obviously, that was the beam. His skin's not used to it, like the other regular abductees. So That's true. He got a little bit burnt this time. He got burnt getting sucked up into the craft. Mm-hmm. They put ointment on him. 
there was probably one nice alien and they came yeah. and went oh he's not the wrong guy he's not he's the wrong no he is the wrong guy he's Zygmunt Adamski we were looking for ufologist George Adamski because we take him up all the time it's an easy mistake to make how many uh, how many how many Adamskis are there out there I don't know the the nice aliens boss comes in and goes hey what are you doing what do you think you're doing no we need to get rid of this guy kills him chucks him out shaves him kills him chucks him out shaves him yeah oh like his beard oh no, it's bloody pubes. So- <laughs> oh, I was like, this is getting out of hand. You're burning him, humiliating him, shaving him. You kill him and then you dump him on top of a pile of coal. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. So need for that. You could just have dropped him home and wiped his memory. I know, I know. Well, I know that, right? But maybe like, there's so rude. Definitely, like, if there are aliens out there and they're visiting us, maybe there's good ones and bad ones. I guess that's like any species, isn't it? Yeah, or competent ones and mm. and crap ones. Maybe it was an accident. And they've panicked and just been, oh, it's great, just put them back. And it's like, what did he do? Oh, he worked at coal yard. Just put them on that one. Yeah, yeah, they maybe knew they'd be like, you know, they, they knew he was working mm. at a coal, but then they're just like, oh, to, to make it less suspicious, we'll just throw him on a pile of yeah. coal. And they're like, what did they wear? What was he wearing? And I was that, I'm sure. And they don't know that he needed a shirt. Right. Yeah, yeah because say he was stripped down to be probed, mm. right? Yeah. So they're going to probe As him. They do. Yeah, they're going to violently probe him. He's died during the probing, an accidental mm-hmm. death. Normally, what the ah, shit. yeah. Normally, what the aliens would do after the probing was they would like leave the room, throw him a towel, right, and be like, "Get yourself dressed," right. Mm-hmm. If he's died, they can't do that. They're like, "Oh yeah. shit, how do human clothes work?" Mm. Right. So they've kind of kind of tried to put them on as best they could, and that's why they forgot the shirt. Because everyone mm. knows aliens don't wear shirts. Yeah, they they're like, "What's a shirt?" Yeah, yeah. They barely wear clothes from what I've seen. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's one theory. That's one theory. That's probably what happened, actually. <laughs> now, if that's not mysterious enough... Um, the, it gets better. Oh, if, yeah, it gets, it gets a lot better. So Not for him, but... Oh, no, he's fucked. <laughs> but for the police officer, the first police officer on the scene... You know where I'm going with this, don't you? Okay. Alan... <laughs> Alan Godfrey. Boom. Who was Alan Godfrey? He was the attending police officer who was kind of first one of the first ones on the scene and who found his body. Yeah. He was taken to the body by the son of the colliery owner, I believe, and that was his first encounter with Sigmund and the case. Absolutely. A guy named Trevor Parker. Yeah, who you're right, his dad owned the colliery. Um, yeah, so this police officer, Alan Godfrey, um, never had a history with anything to do with the, like unknown stuff or aliens. As far as we know, he never met an alien before. Um, but he not was the that one. I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. No, <laughs> me either. None, here, hey, none of us are aware of it. But he was there investigating this case. Um, and you think, okay, that's cool, that's interesting. He was a very popular police officer in the area. Everybody Upstanding citizen, held in high esteem, respected, you know. He walked down the street, everyone clapped and clapped their hands raw. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> Alan! Yeah, they're all shouting, Alan. <laughs> Alan, Alan, Alan. What's wrong, Alan? Don't you want to chat your own name? Alan, 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 no. Alan. No, 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 just me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, embarrassing, thanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Alan, the Studmeister Godfrey. Real oh, name. Studmeister now, is it? You didn't even chat his name two seconds ago. I'm not chatting my own name. I'm called Alan. <laughs> he spells it different. Oh, no, he doesn't. The other one spelt it A-L-L-E-N. This one spelt it A-L-E-N. <laughs> Alien? <laughs> So Alan Godfrey, right? Um, six months later, after this case, he's not even thinking about the missing 
guy anymore. Um, he's in the middle of re- he's in he's in the middle of checking reports of cattle wandering around a local council estate. Okay, they could have escaped. Yeah, they could have been abducted. Some local ruffians let them out of the field, you know, thinking they were playing a prank. Now there's cows on the estate. Yep, could be. Um, so this guy's right in there. Obviously, he's. Obviously, this is. <laughs> yeah, obviously, this is a very, you know, uh, active area for crime. He reports while he was out. He saw a bright light hovering above the road ahead that he described as a rotating diamond. Um, if you go and look this up, he did oh. draw some sketches. And I can confirm that the sketches do look like a rotating diamond. That's quite specific. Yeah. But that's a... You know, it's not your usual disc shape. No. It's interesting that you said diamond. You know, it's an interesting detail. Mm-hmm. Or even a triangle. He's saying like an actual diamond. Yeah. Or a square. But he's saying a diamond. Rotating. Yeah. Or a rectangle. Rotating diamond. Yeah, but he's saying a diamond. He reckons it was about 20 foot high, 14 feet wide. Okay. I'll hear him out. Um, he actually tried to radio for help, but his oh. equipment wouldn't work. So his radio. Um, then the object suddenly vanished and he found himself, he says, 30 yards away further down the road. Um, according to Godfrey, he experienced missing time. This is something that's often associated with alien abduction cases. Um, do you want to give a quick rundown of what that is? Short form to explain missing time is exactly what it says. Is your missing time. You don't think that anything has passed or gone on from the point from which you last remembered. But what will happen is you'll see a clock or the light's different, so it's, it's closer to dusk or dawn or whatever, that makes you realise that you have a chunk of your day that is gone and you have no idea what was happening to you during that that period. Ah. And as I was saying, this is something that's that comes up, right? People describe mm-hmm. having this experience through mm-hmm. kind of UFO abduction cases. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll be back where you were, but it's three, four hours later. Right. Well, he was 30 yards away down the road, and he says he experienced approximately 25 minutes of missing time. That's, that's a decent chunk. Yeah, I mean, if you're a police officer, I assume you're, you're always looking at your watch. I are aware of, you know, yeah. keeping tabs and reports on things, especially if you've, you've been called out to something. Writing down in your little notebook. Little notice bugger. <laughs> that's not all, Amy. Not only did he have 25 minutes missing time, and he was 30 yards further away down the road, he had a split boot... Ooh. An itchy red mark on his foot. Ooh. And that's there's no third thing. What do you think that's of that? It, just, I think it's odd that there's not a third thing, but that's yeah, just, it feels like there should have been in that sense, but there wasn't. <laughs> see that see that here, they're there. No, that is odd. So his boot split and he's got a An itchy red mark on his foot. Close to a, a, a burn, perhaps? Oh. A burn that would require ointment. Green. Oh, hi! Oof, God, we should write this down in our little, our little PC policeman notebooks because that sounds like it's an a important mini detail. Pencil. Yes, with a mini pencil. Um, so that, this is quite fascinating. This is interesting. So just less than a year ago, he's come across and was, um, you know, on duty during a guy that was had. Well, some people say he was potentially abducted by aliens. Six months mm-hmm. later. Seems like they're after him. Ooh. Oh. He went under hypnotic regression, which Shit. has problems in itself, right? So this, uh, people under hypnosis, um, it's it's put forward as some real fucking big evidence in a lot of cases, but, I mean, without getting into too much detail, hypnotic regression, you're way susceptible to suggestion, mm-hmm. right? Oh, Absolutely. And it's not like, a, people think it's like as if you're recalling a memory, like as if you're listening no. to it, you, you'd be able to watch it again. It's like, that's not how memory works, you know? No. Um, so potentially very inaccurate, but um, during this hypnotic regression, he recalled how a beam of light blinded him, made him pass out. Um, he woke up in a room being medically examined by small beings and a tall man with a beard, doesn't say how many days growth the beard is, um, at the age of 70... Oh, I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> at 
It says here. That's not what <laughs> it says here at the age of seventy. Um, <clears throat> it might not have been as clear cut as that as he gives a kind of more modern mm. interview. But what do you think of that? <laughs> it's a big jump from you know missing time and I wasn't in the place I thought I was. Right. Because yeah. that was his memory. To, to being very descriptive in what he saw and experienced. Yeah. The, your kind of classic alien abduction alien story abduction. where they had me on the bloody table and they were, you know. Whereas it started off as something a little bit more original with diamond shapes and yeah. a split boot and a, a bit of an itchy foot. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and it's and now we're getting beamed up. But I really like this because Alan Godfrey seems like a pretty on-the-level guy from everything I've read about him. And like you said, he was well-loved in the community. I mean, he lost his job because of it. Yeah, he obviously, in a position like this, he said it was really tough on his family. He said that it's hard enough when you've got a dad who's a policeman, but when there's a dad who's a policeman who's seen a UFO, he said his kids were getting shit at school and things like that, you know? But in his defence, he only came out and reported it after other people had actually seen the object as well and called it in. That's true. Other police officers, right? Mm-hmm. And the public. So it's not as if it was... People saw something that night and it wasn't just him. Yep. And these were separate and he hadn't discussed any of that with these particular people. Yeah. It was only then he felt more confident in, in what had happened to him when he realised, oh, other people seen something that night. But unfortunately it still resulted in him being asked to you know, move on. Yeah, people were a bit funny, eh? Mm. I guess it's um, it's a tough thing. But like you said, he didn't report it right away. No. Because he was genuinely worried about how it was going to come across. And embarrassed, probably. Yeah. So this made kind of worldwide news when it did come out. The story went, did, the story went viral. As viral mm-hmm. as you can go in the 80s. Um, <laughs> they reckon it's probably one of the biggest or kind of best-known UFO co- cases in the world. Um, Which again, I, I, I didn't know that either. No, I didn't know that either. Okay. Interesting. Let's have a look at some of the theories. Um, back to Zygmunt Adamski. He was a guy that showed up shirtless in a coal pile. Mm-hmm. Saucy something. Now, there's, there's still, <laughs> it's still a mystery, right? We don't exactly know what happened, but we're going to have a look at some theories. Have a snoop. Yeah. In fact, you know what we'll do? We'll work backwards. So we've already talked about the UFO one. Um, who was the abducted? Kin- abducted, yeah. And the guy who was—I mean, no one mentioned anything about aliens until George Adamski. That's right. Who's knee deep in he this stuff? He was the one who put forward the theory that that's what it was. He got abducted by accident. Mm-hmm. We got the wrong guy, and that's how he ended up where he did. Yep. Um, again, he kind of became famous by producing all these photographs of UFOs from the 40s and 50s. Um, and then he just wrote books. He first two books sold over 200,000 copies. So he's got skin in the game. I mean, under scrutiny throughout the years, a lot of people have called him a charlatan and a con artist. Yeah. And I'm not being funny. Again, we will look at him in a future episode, but if you, if you Google... George Adamski, have a look at the photographs he he took. His old <laughs> black and white photographs. Um, did, you've seen them, Amy. What do you think? I have seen them. Mm-hmm. And they were also replicated by people throwing bin lids and taking photos. Mm. This is the thing. It does look like someone's throwing a bin lid into the air and taking a picture Take of a it. Photo. It really, really looks like that. Mm-hmm. And people did it themselves. They replicated it and it looked... Pretty much the same. Yeah. Pretty much the same. So, do we want to trust a guy who throws bin lids in the air, takes photographs of them, and then makes loads of money writing books about UFOs? Or... When he He's the one who's put forward the theory that um, the other Adamski was abducted. Mm. Mm-hmm. He jumped on that, didn't he? Like, I know what that is. He jumped on that like a bloody frog. Right? He's from yeah. across the pond. From a frog from across the pond. He's like, this guy's got the same <laughs> name as me. And I bloody do you know what? I bet you, I bet you. The reason he says that he was abducted and they abducted him by accident is because he he thinks it would be like funny if they just got the surname and then picked up the wrong Adamski. 
I mean, they figured out space travel, but apparently they can't figure out people with the same setting name. Yeah, absolutely. They can't. They can't. <laughs> right. Okay, setting George. theory. <laughs> setting theory. Now that one could be true, right? We'll 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 leave that up to the old uh, machine we'll be using later on. Oh, firing up. <laughs> oh, it takes a while to start it up now. <laughs> is this the bullshit army you're talking about? It is. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll leave that for just now. Right, the oh, key. easy, girl, easy. Oh. Easy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, overheat. <laughs> Josh, I haven't even switched mine on. I should probably switch my bullshit armor on in preparation for, for later on. Go on then. That's it. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty quiet. Um, okay, second theory. What happened? Um, that he was a KGB spy. Wow. Or the enemy of a KGB spy. And he was assassinated. And he was assassinated by spies. Now the thing is, there's been a lot of cases of mysterious people showing up and or maybe unidentified people showing up on like beaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. The spy thing always crops up, doesn't it? And sometimes it is actually legit that there were spies. Yeah, well, if they've got like fourteen passports in their mm. suitcase, um. but Sigmund had a family though, and just was doing a normal job. But then that could be the perfect cover, couldn't the it? Perfect cover for the perfect spy. Normal family doing his job, nine to five, or I don't know how long you work in a coal yard. Um, it's uh, nine to nine. It's <laughs> nine, yes, nine to nine, seven days a week. Sure. <laughs> you can sleep when you're down there, but only on your lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you went to the pub with his friends, you had a family. Pretty normal, nothing of note, nothing, you know, that interesting about him, really. Not to be mean. Funny you should say that, Amy. Oh? Funny you should say that, because the um, final theory... Is a little is is a theory that's a little bit closer to home. Is it spicy? It is spicy. It's a little bit of a bloody family drama. Um, do you remember he was supposed to he was supposed to attend a wedding the next day? It was his goddaughter's wedding. Oh. Right. And apparently, apparently, Zygmunt was not looking forward to the wedding whatsoever. I mean, I don't I think that's unusual in itself, <laughs> is it? I hate weddings. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people hate weddings. They just make me want to and throw myself shirtless in a coal pile. <laughs> Big family events. I mean, mm. it's not uncommon for people not to want to go. Sure. Or to find a very elaborate ways out. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit extreme, isn't it? That is a bit extreme. What to Going out to buy potatoes yourself? and just never coming home and then killing yourself on the coal pile. So you don't need to go to a wedding? <laughs> yeah. I mean, surely it'd be easier just to go. Yeah. In this case, I think it would be, no matter how much you were not looking forward to it. <clears throat> okay, so theory three, part B, <laughs> is to again to do with the family, but apparently he was having a feud with a family member, and this unnamed family member's wife had taken out a restraining order on this unknown family member. Okay? Mm-hmm. So a married couple... Um, I'm assuming it's like a, a guy who's not very nice, right? His wife's taken out a restraining order on her husband. Um, Zygmunt. Ah, so. uh, yeah. Zygmunt's obviously not a fan as well. They were having a bit of back and forth. Um, this guy's wife comes to stay with Zygmunt and his family. Um, mm-hmm. And it's reported that the, the family reckon that this unnamed guy, this bloody wife beater, um, they reckon he kidnapped Zygmunt, locked him up somewhere for five days, and he's had a heart attack while he's been kept prisoner. Okay. Okay. That's a bit more down to earth. But why shave him? Yeah. And why not beat him? Yeah, wouldn't you... I'm assuming the person liked to beat people. Sure. Bit... And there was no signs of any injuries. Except from the burn marks, I suppose, but there was no, you know, signs of like struggle or. I find it kind of odd that they don't even give an explanation to what could have caused the burns. They just said burn marks. Yeah. Like from what a cigarette, from you know a hot object, <laughs> hot object. From a hot like... object. Ob- ob- <laughs> <laughs> from a hot oblong object. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just. Uh... 
and the ointment. The I mean, if would you put some on someone that you were torturing, mm. like ointment? Yeah. Very strange. And also, it seems strange that the police, like, I'm sorry, I think if a guy had kidnapped and kept someone prisoner, I don't know if he'd get away with that. I think there'd be some kind of evidence. It's interesting the police never made any arrests. Spoken to that family member? The unnamed family member's wife. Mm. That's all they say. It's like the unnamed family member. So it must have been a relative to him or a relative to his wife. Yeah. Or some form of an ex extended family member but by saying unnamed family member I think that would mean blood related in some way to either him or his wife yeah. I could be wrong I want to know if they were questioned yeah well it doesn't seem like they, they would as I said I, d- I couldn't find anything about it but I don't think someone would surely there'd be some kind of evidence to link the guy mm-hmm. um, but obviously the police weren't they didn't see that as a viable thing, you know? Yeah. Or person must have had an alibi or was maybe he was at the wedding. Hmm. Well, we'll run these theories through the bullshit bill, bill later on, but um, what about Alan Godfrey, the police officer who saw a UFO and had missing time? I feel really sorry for that man. Uh, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I know 25 minutes is a long time. You could get a lot done in that. So Amy... Interesting case, yeah. would you agree? Oh, fascinating. Yeah. I love stuff like this. <laughs> There's an awful lot of bloody cogs in this clockwork pie. But, with all the information that we've gathered, we need to try and distill facts, right? Okay. Like a scientist. Because that's what we are, Amy. We're two scientists. <laughs> God, Alan. It's true. Don't do this again. It's true, right? And as scientists, we have two pieces of equipment each that help determine the truth from the lies. Well, that part's true. That part is true. Because we have machines, two machines. One was unearthed one from Stonehenge <laughs> and one from the Great Pyramid. I've got the pyramid one. I've got the Stonehenge one. Yeah, I know. Okay. (laughs) They're powered by Demon Energy and Element 115. And these machines... Deep cuts. (laughs) These machines are known as bullshitometers. Okay? They are. Powerful, powerful machines. And what we do is we feed in... Every week we're going to feed in... Except from last week. But every other week we're going to feed in information from the cases we've been looking into. Into the bullshitometer. And it's going to give us a score between 1 and 10. Well, I think they would have blew up last week, just saying. <laughs> That's why we didn't use them. Yeah. Because the health and safety. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, one is the lowest, which means that there's there's basically no truth in it. Um, and ten is a surefire thing. Yeah, it's back. A hundred percent true. Which, if you know anything about probability doesn't apply to anything <laughs> so it does to these machines so get over it yeah and we didn't <laughs> build them exactly we just mastered get over how it to science. operate them get over it okay yeah come on these science these will tell you if something is 100% fact so Amy is sorry to interrupt you there no no sorry I'm just really passionate about the bullshit almost I know we both are we both are because we've <sighs> okay. spent so much That's of our okay. time I'm, I'm calm now um, just learning how to use them uh, do you want to fire yours up? You fired yours up earlier on, didn't you? Oh, mine's ready to go. Oh, and um, I'm flashing a 10. So you're telling the truth. Oh, yeah. And that's how we know we're working. And I'm going to say a <laughs> statement and you tell me what my statement, how it reads on the bullshitometer, okay? Okay. I can fly. Oh, it says one. Oh, see, I was lying because I can't fly. So the machines are up and running. Oh. Um, now let's have a look at the case. So... Zygmunt Adamski Ziggy, Ziggy, Ziggy Adamski Let's go through the theories one by one Let's Starting with the original UFO theory He was abducted and dumped He was abducted by aliens by mistake burned given ointment allowed to shave some of the time and thrown on a coal heap so, Amy? With missing clothes, not missing time. Oh, wow. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> you nailed it. 
You bloody nailed it. Missing clothes, not missing time. Go on then. Do you want to run the figures through the <laughs> the bullshitometer? All right, cranking her up. Oh, she's cranked up. Yeah, but. I can hear it. From, I, I can hear that she's cranked up. I can feel I'm it. I'm gonna put it in. Is what I meant. Put it in. Put in the story. Put in the story. Oh, I can hear it working away. It's taking longer than usual. Oh, it's a tough case. Oh. Ping. Oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Here it is. The results. Okay, so according oh. to your bullshit, Omar, was Sigmund Adamski abducted by aliens? Well, according to this machine, yep. it's given a four. Oh, whoa. I know. Whoa. A four? I know. Four. Wow. A four. Right, so wh- wh- what can you gain from that? Why do you think it's given a four? Why do you think it's given a four? <laughs> oh, I'm going to interpret <laughs> How can I interpret this? Oh, sorry, yeah, that's how it works. We get, the bullshit on gives us a score and then we interpret the results. Yeah. I, I mean, I could only guess, really. You know, I'm not the machine. No, you're not this the machine. Nothing, this has nothing to do with what I think. You're just going by the readings. Yeah. Right. I have to interpret it and, and come up for it, come to a conclusion as to why she's yeah. given it for Yep. Right. I would have to say it's probably because it was that other ufologist guy was the only person that actually suggested that he was abducted by aliens. Ah. No one else really thought that. Mm. Even the coroner was like, yeah, I don't think it's that, but if it came up in the future that aliens had been abducting people, then sure, it's a possibility. The coroner does say that because he's a man of science. Mm-hmm. Can't relate any possibility. No. George Adamski. He jumped on it right away. He, like aliens, wrong guy, case solved. Yep. He's like he goes, oh, what's that out my back door? It's raccoons raiding through my bins because I threw away all my lids. It's the kind of guy we're dealing with here. Okay, next the oh, Johnny, run my machine. No, you can run the next machine. Oh, thank God. Because it's, it's getting updates at the moment, so it's going to be in a couple of minutes. But it'll be Bloody ready by the time updates. it'll be ready, be ready by the time you ask me about the next theory. And the next theory, when it comes to Zygmunt Adamski and what could have possibly happened to him, is the KGB theory. Oh, That's updates right, are finished. <laughs> the what? Sorry. That's right, theory. <laughs> theory. <laughs> Okay, so I'm feeding in the information about um, uh, uh, Zygmunt Adamski and the KGB theory. Um, <laughs> it's running. It's running. It's running the program. Um, bing! Okay, oh my god! We've got a result. We've got a result. Um, now I think it's going to be a one. Okay. Um, oh. Because that, okay. that's just me, right? Jesus. Oh, hang on. The machine says two. Two? two. That's higher than you thought. It's higher than I thought. That's one higher than I thought. One plus one oh. equals two, right? All right, Alan. See, Interpreted I'll tell you us? why I thought one. Right? Hmm. Nothing about this guy has anything to do with spies or the KGB. Right? This just seems like hmm. it's you know it was the eighties. It was during the Cold War. Spies were cool. Mm-hmm. KGB was cool. Well, the KGB wasn't cool, but like talking about it was still kind of <laughs> cool, you know. Let me just have a look Spies at the, res- cool. the results of this. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. So the machine's given at one point, and it tells me here that a possible connection to Russia was that the day he disappeared, he was out buying potatoes. I don't know okay. if you know this, but potatoes are used to make vodka. Oh. Vodka's a Russian drink. Mm-hmm. Ipso facto mm-hmm. KGB. Mm-hmm, I see, I see. Yeah. Mm. Some guy. Is your machine ready? Oh, she's ready. <laughs> We're going to go for the third and final theory of the Adamski disappearance. All right, old girl, let's go. <laughs> now, as everyone knows at home, 
everyone knows the, the last theory was that um, uh, uh, an unnamed family member who was feuding with um, I was going to say Zelensky <laughs> <laughs> gosh it's, they're all blurring into one at this point no we're, we're cutting out no politics okay last theory is an unnamed family member who was feuding with Adamski kidnapped him kept him in a shed um and then whipped him uh, whipped him uh, sorry I just had that in his life oh, no <laughs> right he didn't whip him he hit him no hit his whipped. shoulders up and then um uh, Adamski did die of a heart attack now that, bear in a mind this is handshake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the old hot KGB handshake <laughs> he had a heart attack he panicked he took his shirt off he put his jacket on and threw him in a coal pile um, Amy if you could just run the numbers for me on that one through the bullshit armor. Slide that in. Slide it in right to the top. I hear the bullshit armor working away. Ping. Oh, is that a result or did it crash? This is a result. Right, okay. Um, it's a result that it didn't crash as well, but this is also a result. <laughs> Go on in. Let me see what it says. It has given it a six. A six for the kidnapping mm. theory. Mhm. Jesus fucking Christ! Why would it do that? <laughs> well, I can only guess. Um, if I was the machine, which I'm not. No. Um, and I have to just kind of feel out what I think the machine would want me to say. And um, oh, yeah, yeah, I know how machines work. Can <laughs> I? It's, it's the most plausible and the most based in reality, isn't it? Of There was a feud. Not only that, but the family member remains unnamed, right? Doesn't okay. even say whose side the family was on, his or his wife's. Right. The wife who was married to said family member came to stay with them. Mm-hmm. She also had a restraining order against her husband. Right. Sounds like a bad man. No one wanted... Not no one, but he didn't want to go to that wedding. No. It just all seems as if... If there was going to be a reason as to how he ended up where he did, it would be the... The husband of the family member they were protecting. Okay. Cool. I don't know about keeping him in a shed and stuff like that, but... To, to be fair, I added that put on, so... Oh. I didn't read that anywhere. I just... When I thought about it, when I was reading about... I just imagined I really a bit of shit. That was fact. No, no, no. I thought you'd read that the theory was he would be he'd been in a had been in a shed somewhere. No, no, there was no evidence of a shed. I don't know if you were getting you... hot hands placed on the back of his neck. <laughs> you said hot things. Or you said he got whipped. <laughs> yeah, I lied. My machine said one. Oh. <laughs> well, it's right. <laughs> So, shall we move on to Mr. Alan Godfrey? Are we bullshit on him as well? Oh, yes. You're going to blow them up? No, it's... Well, we'll take it slow. <laughs> Remind us who Alan Godfrey is. Oh, sorry, he's the police officer. I thought you were talking about George Adamski. No, Alan's not going to blow up the machine. Hang sorry, on. Alan. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No, what? George Adamski? Mm-hmm. Go on then, I'll give him a quick run through. Oh. <laughs> I'll give him a quick um, hot hands, head and shoulder burn feel over. Here we go. I'm going to put George... Hmm? Oh, oh, you go, sorry. Oh, should we leave that to another Your episode? choice. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on George. Yeah, okay. Oh, my machine's saying 10. Because we will. So, Alan Godfrey. Yes. The big... Oh, do you, want to, do you want to just remind everyone who Alan Godfrey is? The guy we just spoke about Alan four minutes ago. God, <laughs> Alan Godfrey is the police officer who found Sigmund Adamski's body, who also went on to have his own experience of the extraterrestrial kind. Go on then. I'll stick him in the machine. We'll get this sorted. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just programming it in. Oh, it says I'm running low on element 115. I'll need, I'll need to check that for next week. You know what you call Lazar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I certainly will. 
<laughs> oh, it flashed up a one there. <laughs> it's working away. It's working away. I've got mine on silent, so it doesn't make those noises that I don't know how to make that yours does. <laughs> I mean, That's my okay. machine doesn't know how to make. <laughs> Bing! Oh, it's done. The bun is baked. Alan Godfrey, I'm just getting the reading out now, It's given his story a seven. Yeah. Oh. I know. A seven out of ten. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So he experienced what he experienced. Would you believe that? Is he a liar? Is Alan Godfrey lying? I don't think so. I think Why would he lie? Something. He made a tit of himself, right? He got kicked out of the force. His, his children bloody hate him. They pretend that they've got his dad, that he's not his, their real dad, right? Mm. And he's had to live with this for the rest of his life. Yeah, he didn't get off light by coming out. No. About his experience. Other thing is, right? 35 years later, the guy's like 70 years old. Um, uh, he's getting interviewed. He's getting asked about his case. They're saying, oh, what would be your mm. alien abduction and all that? And what did, he, what did he say? He said he didn't even know if it was aliens. Yeah. The only time he mentioned aliens was he was under hypnotic regression. Which? Dubious, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. But he says, he, I firmly believe that he believes that he experienced whatever he experienced. He just didn't know what it was. He just didn't know what it was. He doesn't know what it is. Yeah. But he's not saying it's aliens. Again, there's somebody else saying it was. Right? Yeah. Well, Amy. Yep. That was another great show. That was another great case. I feel like I'm enlightened. I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Again, another little... Love a good mystery. Yeah, I love a good mystery. I can't... I just can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so thanks for everyone for listening um, again if to you- see you back here oh no no okay. no it's fine didn't mean to burn to your shoulders give oh, me some ointment you cheeky bugger <laughs> <laughs> so we've come to the end of another show um, god I'm sad it's over oh I'm devastated it's over I don't know what to do with myself except prepare <laughs> for next week's episode, um, which I hope everyone's going to listen to. Thank you for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. About next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, um, you can contact us at ever so slightly pod at gmail.com. Um, with that's, any, the uh, that's the bloody one. Any suggestions, anything you want to see us cover, um, or just to share some of your stories, or, or just comment on what we're doing here. Um, and we don't know what we're doing next week but it'll be something just as good mm-hmm. um, but yeah just thank you all for listening and again we still haven't got the um, all the other socials socials <laughs> sorry we will do that we will bloody promise do that. promise okay um, but yeah no we really appreciate you listening and um, hope to see you next time bye bye